welcome to today's episode of A Journey to Loving Yourself, a podcast that guides you on a journey of rediscovering who you truly are so you can love yourself and the world around you unconditionally. Hey, I'm Fran and I'm on an amazing journey of self-love. A big part of this journey has been realising that love was always there. It's just a case of removing any blocks that were preventing me from loving myself. This journey has inspired me to help people rediscover that love within themselves because self-love really is the key to a happy life. And my name is Andrew. After undergoing a significant spiritual awakening, I found what I have always been looking for, the unconditional peace, love and joy of remembering the truth of who I am and the truth of existence. This is the only truth there is, that there is only oneness, awareness or love. I'm now dedicating my life to helping as many people as possible to remember this truth so that you too can experience this incredible discovery. We are so excited to be on this journey with you, offering you advice, tools and exercises to find love once again within yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, we would be super grateful if you could like, rate and review it. You can find us on Instagram at at surrendercommunity and at fearlessly.me.now. We also have a mailing list if you would like to receive exclusive discounts and be kept up to date with events and courses. Just find the link in the episode description. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, I am your host Fran and it's been a while and I say that because I know we posted a podcast last week but Andrew and I have been on a retreat so we recorded that some weeks ago. So we hope you enjoyed that and I am super happy to be back here recording another episode. We have been on a retreat and we've had a wonderful time helping some lovely ladies rediscover who they truly are. We've done some lovely yoga, we've done some tai chi, we have done lots of meditating, we've been eating delicious Buddha bowls, we took Bree, our dog, and we had Skylar there. Elle Rose was helping us with the cooking and she brought her dog Skylar who is super cute. So it's been a wonderful time the last few days. We would honestly love to see you at one of our retreats. I think one of the ladies, actually two ladies that came said that it had been the best week of their life. So that, well, that is a great, (laughs) great compliment. So if that doesn't make you want to come, I don't know what will. Today, I am talking to you about love, obviously. And I want to start off with energy. And something that I have come to know recently is everything is energy. And I know people say that, but recently I've just, oh, I've just realized it on a deeper level than I ever knew before. And when I was reading Michael Singer's The Untethered Soul, The Journey Beyond Yourself, It's honestly one of my favourite books and I can't recommend it enough for anyone who is just starting off on their spiritual awakening journey. There's a chapter in there called Infinite Energy and I just want to read some of the chapter to you now. 
Consciousness is one of the great mysteries in life. Inner energy is another. It's actually a shame how little attention the Western world pays to the laws of inner energy. We study the energy outside and give great value to energy resources, but we ignore the energy within. People go about their lives thinking, feeling and acting without the understanding of what makes these activities take place. The truth is, every movement of your body, every emotion you have, and every thought that passes through your mind is an expenditure of energy. Just as everything that happens outside in the physical world requires energy, everything that happens inside requires an expenditure of energy. For example, if you concentrate on a thought and another thought interferes, you will have to assert an opposing force to fight the interfering thought. That requires energy and it can wear you out. Likewise, if you have a thought that you're trying to hold in your mind, but it keeps drifting off, you have to willfully concentrate to bring it back. When you do this, you are actually sending more energy to the thought in order to hold it in a given place. You also assert energy to deal with your emotions. If you have an emotion you don't like, and it's interfering with what you're doing, you just push it aside. You do this almost instinctively, so that the unwanted emotion doesn't come up and disturb you. Every one of these acts is an expenditure of energy. Creating thoughts, holding on to thoughts, recalling thoughts, generating emotions, controlling emotions, and disciplining powerful inner drives all require a tremendous expenditure of energy. Where does all this energy come from? Why is the energy there sometimes and at other times you feel completely drained? Have you ever noticed that when you are mentally and emotionally drained, food doesn't help that much? Conversely, if you look at the times in your life when you were in love or excited and inspired by something, you were so filled with energy that you didn't even want to eat. This energy we are discussing does not come from the calories your body burns from food. There is a source of energy you can draw upon from inside. It is distinct from the outer source of energy. He then gives an example where, say you're in your 20s and your girlfriend or boyfriend breaks up with you. You get totally depressed and you start staying home alone. You don't have the energy to clean up, everything's sprawled all over the floor. You can hardly get out of bed, so you sleep all the time. You must be eating because there are pizza boxes lying all around, but nothing seems to help. You just have no energy. Your friends invite you out, but you decline. You are simply too tired to do anything. Most people have been there at some point in their lives. You feel you have no way out, and it seems like you will stay there forever. And then suddenly one day, your boyfriend or girlfriend rings. That's right, the one who dumped you three months ago. They're crying and they say, Oh my gosh, do you remember me? I hope you still want to talk to me. I just feel terrible. Leaving you was the worst mistake I ever made. I see now how important you are to me and I can't live without you. Now how do you feel? Seriously, how long does it take you to get enough energy to jump out of bed, clean up the apartment, take a shower, get some colour back in your face? It's practically instantaneous. You're filled with energy the moment you hang up the phone. 
how does this happen? You were completely drained. For months and months, you had no energy. And then out of nowhere, in a matter of seconds, there is so much energy, it blows you away. You can't just ignore these enormous shifts in your energy. Where exactly did that energy come from? There was no sudden change in your eating or sleeping habits. Yet when your girlfriend or boyfriend comes by, you end up talking all night and going out to see the sunrise in the morning. You're not tired at all. You're together again and you're holding hands. And these rushes of joy just won't stop overwhelming you. People see you and they remark that you look like a bundle of light. Where did all this energy come from? What you'll see, if you watch carefully, is that you have a phenomenal amount of energy inside of you. It doesn't come from food and it doesn't come from sleep. This energy is always available to you. At any moment you can draw upon it. It just wells up and fills you from inside. The only reason you don't feel this energy all the time is because you block it. You block it by closing your heart, by closing your mind and by pulling yourself into a restrictive space inside. This closes you off from all the energy. When you close your heart or close your mind, you hide in the darkness within you. There is no light. There is no energy. There is nothing flowing. The energy is still there, but it can't get in. That is what it means to be blocked. That is why you have no energy when you're depressed. There are centres within that channel your energy flow. When you close them, there is no energy. When you open them, there is. Although various energy centres exist within you, the one you intuitively know the most about opening and closing is your heart. Let's say that you love somebody and you feel very open in their presence. Because you trust them, your walls come down allowing you to feel lots of high energy. But if they do something you don't like, the next time you see them, you don't feel so high. You don't feel as much love. Instead, you feel a tightness in your chest. This happens because you closed your heart. The heart is an energy centre and it can open or close. The energy centres are also known as chakras. And when you close your heart centre, energy can't flow in. When energy can't flow in, there's darkness. Depending on how closed you are, you either feel tremendous disturbance or overwhelming lethargy. Often people fluctuate between these two states. If you then find out that your loved one didn't do anything wrong, or if they apologise to your satisfaction, your heart opens again. With this opening, you get filled with energy and the love starts flowing in again. So, did that resonate with you? Uh, because it definitely did with me. I just want to focus on the energy part because when you realise that everything is just an exchange of energy, even those things that you know we deem as bad, like fear. Fear's had a big presence in my life. It's often prevented me from doing things. Someone asked me at the retreat, how, how has fear presented itself in your life? Well, one time I could think was when I was traveling with some friends and everyone went in the pool. And for some reason, I just didn't go in. And I know that on some level, there was just fear there, maybe fear of what people might think I looked like in a bikini or 
fear of being cold and a similar thing happened when they went kayaking in the sea I just stayed on the beach and it was fear stopping me from going in but there was just no reason to let fear prevent me from doing these fun activities and now I've just realized that fear is just energy and I've recently experienced where fear can actually feel the same as love it's just energy within my heart and if I open up my heart again I can transform that fear into love because when you take that fear out of the picture love is all that's left I've started to realize that it's not about learning to love myself. It's about realizing that I already am love at my very core. I have this love as energy within me and it is always at my disposal. And the only thing stopping me from feeling that love all the time is because I have those blocks within me. I have things like fear or negative emotions or those such things which are making me close my heart and so returning to a place of love is not about finding these ways outside of yourself to learn to love yourself for example through positive affirmations while I feel they can be really good for people they'll only take you up to a certain point where if you still have those limiting beliefs and those blocks within your energy system then you will not know on a deep level that those positive affirmations are true. You will not believe them. As I've said, everything is energy. And if you can start to view your life and everything that happens in it as just a, an exchange of energy, what do you love doing? I love playing netball. And I like to just picture that each exchange of energy is me just playing netball with energy. It can be seen as this fun exchange. It doesn't need to be hard and dense and difficult all the time. Even those things that we deem as negative, as I've mentioned with fear. If you can just see it as, wow, I'm going through this thing that feels difficult right now. But if I open my heart... I may be able to enjoy this with love and then look back on this experience from a higher perspective, knowing that it needed to happen in order for me to return to a place of love. I know it sounds like a simplistic way of saying it, but we always have a choice. We can choose love or we can choose fear. Can you think of a time where you've chosen love over fear? How did that feel? Did you feel in alignment with what you were supposed to do? And can you think of a time where you chose fear over love? How did that make you feel? I challenge you to look at your life and think about where your blocks might be. Your blocks that are preventing energy and love from flowing through you freely. You may be in a job that you hate and you're fearful that if you leave your job, then you won't have enough money. You may fear that things won't work out. 
This fear is your block to living a life that you love. Perhaps you feel guilt about something that you did in the past. Guilt could be your block to your happiness. Give yourself permission to forgive yourself for things that have happened in the past so that love can flow freely through you again. Maybe you were hurt in a previous relationship and you don't want to open your heart again out of fear of being hurt by someone. Can you choose to open your heart again? Can you choose love over fear? There is a very simple method for staying open. You can stay open by never closing. It's really that simple. All you have to do is decide whether you are willing to stay open or whether you think it's worth closing. You can actually train yourself to forget how to close. Closing is a habit and just like any other habit, it can be broken. For example, if you could be the type of person who has an underlying fear of people and tends to close when you first meet them, you could actually be in the habit of experiencing an uptight closing sensation whenever somebody walks up to you. You can train yourself to do the opposite. You can train yourself to be open every time you see a person. It's just a question of whether you want to close or whether you want to open. It's ultimately under your control. The most important thing in life is your inner energy. If you're always tired and never enthused, then life is no fun. But if you're always inspired and filled with energy, then every minute of every day is an exciting experience. Learn to work with these things through meditation, through awareness and willful efforts. You can learn to keep your centres open. You do this by just relaxing and releasing. Remember, if you love life, nothing is worth closing over. Nothing ever is worth closing your heart over. So when you go about your day, I encourage you, maybe first thing in the morning, put your hands on your heart and set the intention that you're going to keep your heart open today. Ultimately, we are all one with each other. This separation we sometimes feel from each other is an illusion. And when you realise this, all these exchanges of energy seem like a fun game. We're all just playing a game with this energy. If you'd like some help with removing some blocks in your energy, then EFT is an absolutely amazing tool that you can use for this. EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. And I'm an EFT coach, so I would love to help guide you through removing any blocks to you living a happy life. Together, we can remove any dense negative emotions, leaving you feeling inner peace like you've never felt before. The benefit is it's super quick and easy to learn, and it's something that you can apply to every area of your life. If you're interested in booking an EFT session with me, then I've included a link to my website in the podcast description. Hey, 
Andrew. How are you? Hello, I'm doing very well, thank you. Uh, we've just come back from doing one of our amazing retreats and everyone went home happy and more and lighter and more radiant and another beautiful experience. Every every retreat, uh, it just seems like a, an amazing dream, right? Yeah, it definitely does. And uh, I'm so glad to hear about your recent breakthroughs and epiphanies. This was a very enlightening time for you, right? Yeah, it's been a really special time and I'm feeling really good at the moment. Good, good stuff. <laughs> so since you've had certain experiences regarding energy, I could just say a couple of things about energy. So when you open up, and surrender to universal love, you become filled with energy and more radiant. However, the more closed off to universal love you are, the dimmer your energy. So think back to whenever you've you're whenever you're falling in love, or when you're doing something you love, or when you're laughing, you always seem to have a lot of energy. And now think to when you're around people you don't feel love towards, or don't make you feel loved or when you're doing something that you don't love, or when you are not experiencing any joy. You seem to be low on energy. That's not just a coincidence. So break down those barriers that separate you from the love all around you. Open your heart and watch it blossom like a flower. Beautiful. Do you have an exercise for us today, Andrew? Just the one exercise for this week. So... It's all about becoming aware of your energy levels this week. Whenever it's low, it's because you're not in the vibration of love or joy. So in those times, you can dance, you can sing, you can play, laugh, do something you love. Be with people you love and watch your energy increase. Love that. And then do you have a joke for us as well? I do well? have a joke <laughs> that's loosely related to energy. <laughs> Hopefully masturbation didn't come up when you were searching for energy jokes again. Masturbation always comes up when you <laughs> search anything, to be honest, on the internet. <laughs> okay, you ready? Ready. What's the hardest part about being a vegan? I don't know, what? Finding enough protein to get the energy you need to tell everyone you have, you have ever met that you are a vegan. <laughs> 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 and I'm pretty much vegan now so I can say it <laughs> <laughs> you can get away with it <laughs> yeah. but you don't tell people about it apart from just now yeah <laughs> that's true you fell into the trap I did I did get enough protein today to be fair though <laughs> <laughs> oh dear anything else you'd like to say just if you if you haven't been on one of our retreats already, please uh, do check them out. No one who comes to re the retreat ever regrets it. And um, people who come usually experience some kind of immense energetic experience. Um, you, some people have an explosion of light within their heart, you know, what they describe as a heart opening. Some people... Um, have their third eye suddenly uh, activate and they start seeing colors and images whenever 
when they didn't used to their energy levels increase massively they feel a lot more loving a lot more loved um, and because we provide an environment where you can relax where you're doing stuff you love being around people that are so lovely then you'll find suddenly your energy <laughs> like multiplies massively and a lot of people come to the retreat saying oh I always have fatigue I always need to excuse myself and, and just rest yet they become very energetic at the retreat so it's a good sign <laughs> it definitely is it's lovely to see and what else do we offer now you can come for the nine days but you can also come for yeah you can also come for the first three or six days if you prefer obviously that has the advantage of uh, not needing to take as much time off from your work at once um, if you don't have quite enough money to pay for the full nine days then obviously you can tailor it and just come for the first three or six days which are cheaper and then if you wanted to finish the rest of the retreat at a later date you could do the remaining part of the retreat that you didn't attend at one of our future retreats so we've broken it up to hopefully make it easier for you guys to come and we would love to see you there and we're just in the process of booking our first retreat holiday of the year to Malta, which will be really fun. And also booking our first follow-up retreat of the year. So that's people coming for a second time round because they enjoyed the first time so much. And we do a few different things on the follow-up retreat. So it's really an investment and an ongoing thing that you are investing in. Yeah, we don't just kick you out and say sure yeah like <laughs> at the end we we really do want to uh, help you enjoy life from now on and help you be part of this community of people uh, such amazing people that are all helping each other in many ways to grow and learn from each other and to have fun with each other yeah definitely all right then Andrew we'll have a nice week you too we'll see you guys next week bye